1: Hey guys. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Selfie Show. Where we are bringing the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder
2: and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, a blogger, and podcaster. And I am Sam. I'm a nurse, podcaster, powerlifter, co-host of The Selfie Show. Oh, who's more cringe, me or this episode? <laughs> what are we about to do? Are we okay? Are we okay? Um, off the uh, clock today, talking about being off the clock. and. Yeah. Social media and healthcare. Yeah, we
1: all know we've seen the viral posts that went around, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it today. Um, very pertinent, obviously. I feel like to. Our profession, but we got some thoughts.
2: So, you know, we're going to pop off. We're going to have some fun today. We're gonna Do talk I about ever it. not have thoughts <laughs> <laughs> on anything? Like, for just once, I want to not have an opinion. Yeah. But I always have it. And we're like, always popping off. Yeah.
1: It's like living in un- unprecedented times. Oh my like, God. Can we
2: not live in <laughs> precedented times? Yes. <laughs> like- I'm so tired of living in unprecedented times. I want to live in precedented times. <laughs> That was one of the best tweets ever. Uh,
1: how's your week been? What's the latest going on over in uh, Manasero life?
2: Um, look how nice my nails look.
1: Okay, can we talk about this? I saw that you got them done and they are so fabulous. I'm low key jealous. Not low key. They I'm are like
2: white, but they're kind of like the Hailey Bieber pearl. Did you hear about that on TikTok? Oh, what's going on? Just search on TikTok Hailey Bieber pearl nails and it gives you the like hack of what color combos to get the pearl, but it's Ooh. perfect because I'm trying to do like my toxic bad bitch summer nails like i have white toenails right now <laughs> of course and then i didn't want like bright bright white nails but i have like these kind of white pearl nails but like listen we're living oh it's so oh, oh. that's asmr girl yeah oh i know i don't oh. like that but a bedside nurse could never oh my god like I've all never, the asmr queens and i have don't like nails. fake nails like i don't have fake nails yeah. it's just i always kept them super short yeah working bedside and then I did gel even though we weren't supposed to do gel. But I, I did mean, gel.
1: allegedly. I, I, does anyone we. actually
2: not do gel? I know. Like, come on I now. think every nurse actually does gel. I don't see the whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've never done the dip. So yeah. I finally did the dip okay. and I am living for it. It hasn't shipped. It's already been a week. Yeah, it looks good. They look great. And, and sometimes it, white can get a little dingy, but yeah, they look really good. white sometimes gets the yellow. Yeah. So yeah. I am very happy with this newfound... For this reason alone, I'll probably never go back to bedside. <laughs> Which I guess I should... Give me the nails yeah, or give me death. Yeah, but other than that, like...
1: I'm here for it. Go rogue. We love, we love a nail moment. Yeah, I'm
2: just working. I hurt my back at the gym. That was
1: mm, fun. Yeah. Don't love that for us.
2: Mm, Sorry. I'm like out of shame. But oh well. Life, life good over there?
1: Yeah. We just had um, a fun baby weekend oh. with baby Trace. He's so cute. So
2: cute. He's so chunky. I love Aunt Tori. God, aunt, vibe.
1: aunt vibes are so underrated. Like so I love fun. being an aunt. Yes. It's, it's so, fun. so fun. He had this cute little outfit with suspenders. He got to meet great ground for the first time, so we had a fun little family. But then you weekend. don't have
2: to like put them to bed, and then you go home and sleep all night. <sighs> Being in ants <was> is the best.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. And I have a fun rec. I know we don't normally do this on these, but um, Jacob and I have been doing this, and this is it's a total accidental plug, but I'm going to plug them anyway here. Okay. So it's called the Paired app. And it's basically, it's designed for couples, but it's really fun. Um, Jacob found this. I have no idea where he found it. I've
2: seen the ads on Instagram and TikTok. I yeah,
1: think. they're all over the place. I'm sure it was like targeted towards him. I didn't, for whatever reason, I hadn't even heard of it. But it's basically like an app where you can sign up together and then you can do these short little quizzes about like what you, th- what you prefer and what you think your partner prefers and it's like anything from like travel your love languages it's like the things you prefer food drinks like your. it's basically designed to help you kind of learn about each other as a couple and it's really fun to see like who knows more
2: it's just a really fun little app who's so. winning I am on most of them. Is there, like, actually a winner or loser that doesn't feel, nah, like, bonding? No. I'm so competitive that I'd be like, I'm the winner. It's like, <laughs> no, that's not the point of the game, Samantha. Well, I'm still the winner. Literally. No, but it's funny because some of the
1: categories, like, I thought for sure I would know way more. And he actually did better. So it's just, it's a fun little game. if you, And it's fun, too, because, like, you know, when for people like us, when you're working your shifts, like, you know, I'm working night shift now. So there's, like, days where in a row I don't see Jake. It's fun because... Um, what it does is if you complete one of the games, it'll send like a nudge to your oh. your partner. So it's fun because it's kind of cute because it makes you like feel a little more connected. I don't know. It's weird. It's really fun. Like at, you know, 3 a.m. when I'm on my, you know, break, it's just fun to do a little game and, you know, with him basically. But it's just a, a fun little app. So I highly recommend it for you guys. Okay. You definitely have an unpopular opinion this week. Sam. I do. Sparkling water is not water. Oh my God. Okay. So how can we even be friends? I don't okay, even understand. One, it's
2: gross. So we'll get into why it's gross, but two, it's not water because if you go to a restaurant and you sit down and you say, can I get a water? They're going to bring you out water. Yeah, but water in the ocean, one- water in the river, water <laughs> in a lake, water, rainfall that you collect in a glass. None of that is carbonated or sparkling. So once you do that, it's not water anymore. Okay. Time out. So one, it's simply not water. Yeah. <laughs> two it's actually gross it tastes angry you're drinking like angry water like it's a woman's scorn no, but in this water is, form it's definitely one of my most favorite
1: things also time out it, when when waiters come at nice restaurants they ask if you want sparkling or stilled
2: yeah they you do. know they do, we they go. do but mm. it's they have to clarify just because bougie Bitches. I thing. love the
1: bougie bitch water. Okay, wait, time out. There's a lot of new ones here to sparkling waters. So here's the thing I feel like there's a lot of, when you get into the categories of water, like I'm very specific about the type of sparkling water what, that I what like. What are
2: your favorite sparkling waters?
1: Okay, top ones. Ready? Tobo Chico. Okay, my niece calls
2: them Chico Chicos. <laughs> she's three. She'll like come up. It was just her birthday love her. two weeks ago and she goes up to my brother and she's like, Daddy, I want Chico Chico. Oh, she's a queen. She's a queen Topo- with good taste. She loves Chico Chicos. <laughs> so cute. I like Topo Chico hard. Oh, yeah. Those are new. Okay. So I don't know if I like those. The new seltzers. I do. I like Topo Chico seltzers. I don't think I like them. So I love a hard seltzer. White Claw. Right. Is better. Truly sucks. I yeah. Truly's like, are way too sweet. I think Truly's are way, way too sweet, too sweet and yeah, gross. gross. I love mango and black cherry white claws. I buy them in mango only or in black cherry only. Yes. But I do like the Chico Chico. Okay. We're here for Selters. that.
1: Okay, the other one that we really love is Waterloo. I love you Waterloo's. always have those. We I always have, have
2: them. Tasted those, though. We need are, to get a
1: sponsorship. I'm okay
2: with Waterloo's.
1: <laughs> love Waterloos. Oh, the flavors on there, they're just good. And there's no like disgusting aftertaste, because you know what I mean, like with the aftertaste. And then I also really love Perrier. I know it's bougie as fuck, but I love Perrier.
2: However, and the glass or the plastic
1: a glass glass is like the way to go although okay the perrier is in the small little cans Uh great because like if you just want a little bit and you know you just want to like pop a little you know that just get that fresh little pop and Mm -hmm. you just go for it and just fresh and bubbly i want
2: flat water Mm. no i want so boring so that boring. it's clean I love rushing I don't want my mouth to be like there's a time and a place for it's like fucking water. drinking pop rocks with your water it doesn't make sense that sounds delicious to me <laughs> mm. okay but the ones that I don't
1: love okay I am not a fan of LaCroix LaCroix okay gross. LaCroix makes
2: me laugh so hard have you ever heard all the tweets about people that like hate LaCroix that's a thing
1: it's like I don't know if that a personality type but I do not like LaCroix at all it's just like gross aftertaste not my thing not here for it
2: Um, Mm -mm. My favorite one is LaCroix tastes like if you were drinking carbonated water and someone screamed out loud the name of a specific fruit in the other room. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a fan. Oh, wait. LaCroix is like drinking Sprite with a condom. (laughs)
1: they're not wrong they're not wrong on that one okay I'm gonna give that absolutely I also don't like spindrift spindrift is not it's like very popular it's it pops off on all like they're very good with their marketing but I'm not here for it and also bubbly don't love bubbly
2: LaCroix tastes like when my foot falls asleep (laughs) I don't like I don't like like carbonation I haven't drank soda since 2016 Mm. like I have not had a coke you just don't like bubbly things I don't
1: yeah I don't well at least it. unless it's getting you somewhere and meaning that you unless know, it's like, mango
2: white claw yeah then fuck me up fam okay I love I love a hard seltzer but seltzer water is not water
1: I just get really bored with things really quick and I feel like for me with water I like to spice it up I a just little think bit how
2: it's like okay imagine it's like such a hot day and you just worked out like you're gonna drink carbonated like, I think for me spicy water no but like okay this hard, is how I would do aggressive it. water I would you know it's like if water fucking donkey punched you <laughs>
1: I, okay this is how i would do it after my workout drink you know from your hydro jug um subtle so plug self code selfie for your 10 percent off and then you know enjoy your water and then you take a shower and then you crack open that beautiful bubbly So you're water. not drinking
2: it because you're need to quench your thirst correct exactly it's for, because, it's it's water, because it's not water delicious not water moment right.
1: although sometimes i will drink them for you know for a quench thirst or yeah. moment like
2: who has part like packed sparkling water to go on a hike are you I putting sparkling would. water in your canteen? Might be. No. You never know. Absolutely <laughs> not. Get out of here. Sparkling water. I'm sucks. a walking red flag, so there's that. This is true. <laughs> okay.
1: Um all right, we're gonna get into it today. This is just something that um everyone has seen. We already know this. Um
2: Yeah, so set the set the stage. What's the viral video? All right.
1: So this is from a BuzzFeed article that uh is trending and going around. So Doctors Fuck and nurses- you BuzzFeed. <laughs> Doctors and nurses are being called out for being cringe on TikTok, and by the way, they deserve it. When it comes to cloud chasing, it turns out that doctors and nurses are just like us. This week, a nurse named Olivia drew the eye of social media by using posting an admittedly cringe TikTok video. So Olivia, the nurse, is seen basically holding her hands to her forehead um, as Sia's unstoppable plays in the background, and the text read, lost a patient today. And then, quote, shake off and you have five more hours,
2: quote. So, so it went viral everywhere because everyone started making fun of her for it. Yeah. Especially one big TikToker, right? Yeah. So,
1: um, the reaction was posted by Brody Wellmaker, who I
2: really do like him as a content creator. Like, he's actually very funny. I'm but- hit or miss because I feel like he yeah, has a lot of good millennial content that's funny, but I feel like his videos are he's cringe themself. too. I'm right? like, your videos are the most cringe shit ever. Absolutely. Like, I. I think some are funny just because it tugs at my childhood, the heartstrings of being a millennial. and It's funny. Like he does the banter between like a kid and his yes, mom. but sometimes it's like so over the top with the facial expressions right. and it's so like over, and I'm like, you're a little cringe, homeboy. How are you mm-hmm. going to make fun of a nurse, <laughs> right,
1: homeboy? Right. So the video took on a life of its own. Of course, this went viral on Twitter, BuzzFeed, and TikTok. The video has been seen by nearly 15 million times on Twitter, which is crazy, and has been met with strong reactions by social media users who thought the nurse was seeking attention. They've been, she's been called narcissistic. Um, is this type of a joke? This is very weird, weird behavior. All of the things. So. This video has gone absolutely crazy and I don't know. We got a lot of thoughts on this situation. I think that, um, I don't know, what do you think? Do you think this was cringe?
2: (sighs) Yes and no. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) It's one, the video is true. Yeah. When your patient dies, it depends where you work. If you have a really good positive work environments um right yeah Yeah. if you have a good positive work environment they might say all right you're just going to be a breaker for the rest of the shift right or even if it's like you don't have another patient like okay you can just go home early like once you've finished all the post-mortem care and all that but a lot of times it's literally like you still have another patient in the next room that you still have to take care of Mm -hmm. or hey an admission you're you're literally admitting an hour after your patient just died yeah and we don't get a say in those things and it's honestly true like literally someone dies and you have five hours left of your shift yeah so is it like would i make that video right no but the content I felt very relatable to we yeah. have all had patient situations die where we're like oh my god we still have to get through yeah. the rest of this shift and actually still have to work too we don't get to just drop what we're doing yeah, sure. and to act like it doesn't affect us
1: yeah I mean I feel like okay we're self-aware queens over here right I do think there was an element of cringe to this for a sure, a little bit yeah like yeah. I
2: wouldn't I, you I know, wouldn't make I that wouldn't content it- for my own page for but sure I don't I don't know I don't have that big of a problem with it I don't think it was no. like well, I mean, okay,
1: baselines, let's start at number one, right? Making TikTok videos is cringe. Like, right? There's right. a lot of cringe yeah. to it. So it's like every TikTok ever
2: made is cringe. Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> the other thing, too, that I do think we have to acknowledge is like, okay, professionalism, right? Let's go there. <laughs> I think the element of professionalism, it there is a little bit of that in here. Like, mm-hmm. were you recording that, you know, on your shift? That kind of thing. But it's really interesting because You know, I just think about all of the other creators out there, and I'm talking surgeons, we're talking nurses, we're talking people in healthcare. There's a lot of healthcare professionals also doing videos similarly Mm -hmm. to this Mm -hmm. one. So it begs the difference of like, what's professional, what's not? Like, was this unprofessional? I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, we're in the wild west over here. And I feel like what she was trying to do was relay a message. And I think in my humble opinion, I felt empathy in that moment was a little cringe. Yes. Would I have done that? Probably no. But there are so many other situations
2: and posts and videos mm-hmm. like this one right, it's 2022 if you're not in your dream job yet first of all let's fix that <laughs> absolutely and this is something
1: that we've talked about here something that we don't highlight enough in healthcare is how to stand out in your job search that's why we are obsessed with resume rx
2: Getting your dream job starts with your resume. That's your first impression. We have both used these products and cannot seriously recommend them enough. They are so easy to use. They come with templates that are fill in the blank for your resume and cover letter. There's six different templates to choose from. You can even buy the bundle where you get all of them in one purchase.
1: She offers prompts for each section. There are new grad layouts with spots for clinical rotations. There is a matching cover letter and reference list. Template as well. The layouts are all in Google Docs, Apple, and even Microsoft Word. You guys, these are seriously the easiest ways to make your resume stand out. And we love these products. Get
2: noticed, baby. Get on the map and we can give you 20% off.
1: Absolutely. Head over to the resume rx.com and use code selfie, C-E-L-L-F-I-E for 20% off. Again, that's the resume rx.com and use code selfie.
2: And let us know when you get your dream job. Absolutely. Head us back. Love you. Bye. Well, I want you, if you work in healthcare, to just rack your brain of all your other friends or family members that work in healthcare and just like close your eyes for a second and think how many times have you seen a Facebook post from someone who. Gets off of their shift and is like, just had the longest shift. I'm so grateful to be working with such a strong team. We all came together and it's always so hard losing a patient, but like blah, blah, blah. And they're like reflecting or something. And could we call that like attention seeking right, or whatever, but it's. People need an outlet to decompress. I mean, yeah, we're dealing with a lot of patient
1: loss and there are people that have done this with different sounds and filters and they're doing similar videos to this. And I do think there is that element of, you know, being able to express and to show what we're doing. I mm-hmm. think it is important for us to understand what we're doing. So I don't know. It's just.
2: You want to know what grinds my gears? What? <laughs> okay. Hollywood. Hollywood. Here we go. You are making millions and millions and millions. And actors are getting filthy rich portraying doctors and nurses in healthcare. And medical dramas have been some of the top shows on TV in media and movies and stuff since the beginning. Like talking my mom used to be in love with the show ER and like George Clooney, George Clooney. that's like he yeah. was that was yeah. when women just were falling over George Clooney and so you have this show like ER and then obviously Grey's Anatomy the show that never dies it's yeah. been on air for 9,000 years right soap operas you know Soap-opera, raw motion like you want to all see all these things. things and you're seeing these people have these Reactions to losing a patient, crying and these these like very emotional moments that we can let actors profit. Right, you can
1: actually act it, but when it comes to someone who's going through it, we can't show that. Yeah,
2: yeah, questionable. And like you have been, these people like there's been a whole like empire monetary. Built off of the backs of portraying fake stories, and then yeah. and then plus we're so into documentaries mm-hmm. and real time and showing like there's been TV shows that have been reality shows about how and stuff. Too. Okay,
1: let's say there was a Netflix drama series, yeah, on nurses and they're following them day to day, and we saw this moment on a Netflix series, right? You would think of it so much di- differently, but because it's on social media, it's any different. You know what I mean? Like context. You know, I just think it's
2: interesting. If it was a A man, man, would it have been different? This is a
1: really big point. So actually, it was interesting because Sam actually found a video, a very similar video. And on the text, so he's basically doing the same kind of thing. And he the the excerpt or the quote was excited to start as a Peds nurse. His head is down, and the the
2: TikTok sound is "We're all here, and we're all gonna have a good time." Mm -hmm. And it's like excited to start my job as a Peds nurse. Yep. And then the next clip is my kid dies. Literally, that's what it
1: said on the my kid dies, and his head is down, and he's clearly mourning. And the comment section in that particular video, by the way, also on TikTok.
2: And I liked that video because I related to that. Like, I love being a peds nurse, being a NICU nurse. But the hardest part of Tori and I's job has been losing babies and children. Absolutely. Sipping a and we bag. don't talk about that because nope. it's not it's very taboo to talk about one, just death in general in this country, but then to talk about the fact that Kids and babies die. Mm -hmm. And Tori and I have been to the morgue. We've taken babies down to the morgue. We have done post mortem care on babies and children. So that is like, you can't talk about that. So when I saw that TikTok, I'm like, that's so relatable because everyone's like, oh my gosh, PEDS nurse, NICU nurse. Oh, you cuddle babies. Oh, you get to play with kids. My sister's a PEDS hemonk nurse. Like, she's probably pretty like they'll lose four kids in a week sometimes and that's traumatic for her and we don't talk about it because we can't so when I saw his tiktok I immediately liked it because I'm like oh I felt I related to that one so much
1: and then you go in the comment section and every single comment is positive Mm -hmm. every single one Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Thank you for all you're doing. Da-da-da-da-da. It goes on and on and on. And
2: like, oh, there's resources. Ask your hospital social worker for resources. I hope you're taking care of yourself. Thank you for what you do. That's why I could never work in PEDS. I had my child in the PEDS ICU and the child next door passed away and just, I cried the whole night. It goes on and And on. It goes on and on. And I didn't see one negative comment about, well, this is cringe and you're narcissistic. You're just posting that because you want attention.
1: Well, this is kind of where it comes to, I think, a a really big concept and something that I think we don't talk enough about is, you know, just the idea of internalized misogyny on this. Mm -hmm. We are, as nurses, a women's based profession, like 85 to 90 percent of us are women. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I think is really interesting and something we don't really take into consideration is content creation. And that's also a women's based. It started as a women's based sort of um, growth of professionalism or profession right Mm -hmm. so you know look at like for example mommy bloggers they are the reason and I think they are really what helped create influencer marketing right and the industry has grown it has boomed and all of a sudden when these blogs and everything started getting popularity so did the criticism you know and so I think it's interesting because not only nurses and not only is content creation in itself like it's you start attacking these people but it's like where i think there's a lot of internalized misogyny on this if this was a man and he was doing it we would be praising him whether it's a surgeon whether it's a nurse whether it's whoever it is but because she's a female and she's
2: going through this then she gets attacked for that well also for buzzfeed to say clout chasing i'm like how is sharing a reality of our job of your patient dies and you still have to finish the next five hours of your shift how is that clout chasing like what clout are you getting for it
1: i mean really women can't win right (laughs) we can't win and meet in social media we can't win in so many areas how is that
2: clout chasing i don't understand it and the whole like well they're just they're just turns out doctors and nurses are just like us well no fucking shit we're human (laughs) beings like Like, what do you think we're not real people yeah yeah. why do we have this like idea that we're not real people too yeah and we're using social media and I don't know I just
1: I feel bad for her too because I know she got bullied she got
2: bullied and that's a whole nother aspect too is
1: you know I think we're going to talk about that kind of at the end but the whole aspect of you know groupthink and everyone all of a sudden started attacking her I'm just it's really frustrating I personally think but you know it's interesting when you think of like types of content right you know you have you have medical content you have lifestyle comedy education And then you kind of have also the dynamics of TikTok versus Instagram. And, um, you know, we found another one, which I think there is an element of cringe when you're in the content creation space. That is, it starts to draw the line, like, right, we're starting to learn where's the line. Sam found this really interesting one about a medication um, administration or a note that our nurse was making. And I did find this
2: particularly cringy as well. This wasn't even cringe. This was just... It was... Yeah, it was bad. It was a poor representation Of our profession. And I'm like, you don't speak for us. You don't represent us. It was her TikTok. It's just over the sound of like clack, 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 like someone typing. And then she wrote like the caption of what she was allegedly typing. And it says, Patient states he is 15 out of 10 pain, sitting comfortably in bed, appears to be in no distress, states, I need something for this terrible pain. These doctors are idiots. Patient educated on medications continues to ask for more pain medicine, hospitalist aware. Mm -hmm. Um the amount i of would one issues. not want you to be my nurse absolutely like you this is the problem with health care and yeah. this i'm like one you're making us all look bad because god i hope there's not a ton of other nurses like you and i yeah it's a bummer if there is but if you're in nursing school like don't be this nurse yeah absolutely there's so many issues it's one thing that to even one. think that in your head right but to publicly put that out there for the whole world to see saying that i literally don't care about your pain or I don't take you seriously or I just gonna write you off as a drug seeker it's so problematic
1: yeah
2: so problematic. So pro- yeah. And I
1: think there's a couple elements of like things that I personally we kind of went through and we're like, okay, what's the hard nose or what are the things that we just really think, you know, as leaders in this space, like we, we all here want to do better, we want to be able to kind of move through and navigate social media in a good way. And so, you know, and again, it is the it's wild west out there. So where's the line? And I think something maybe to be Cognizant of is when we are sharing, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of the idea of balancing what we do versus adding that element of judgment, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to comedy um and landing when you're landing the joke or when you're doing something, I just think having the patient as the punchline we've talked about this yeah. is not a good idea ever
2: and I will give credit to Nurse Blake for just staying true to that on his platform. Cause he's always like, he'll make fun of ICU versus ER. Yeah. Versus that's med funny surg, dynamics or the types of like clothes, different nurses wear, or just like doctors versus nurses. Funny things about we can make fun of each other. But the patience, never the butt of the joke. And there are even a few creators that sometimes will joke about things with patience. But it's like, are we laughing with them? or Or, Are we laughing at them? That's a
1: huge dynamic.
2: And it's subtle, right?
1: Like, because a lot of people, I, you know, here's the thing, too. We love social media. And, you know, the other thing, too, that I think is really important is to have a presence there. But the other thing that I think is a really hard no and something that Sam and I have really, really, really have strong feelings on is speaking out of your scope. This is a big one. And I think there's a lot of um, very, there's, there are people who do really ride that fine line of when they're creating content,
2: you're speaking out of your scope. I'm like looking at Tori right now. Like, do I have permission to pop off? off. Permission requested? Here we go. Permission requested. Let's go. Okay. I will say this. When I was in nursing school, I was a CNA. I, very important job. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I did it. Think it made me a better nurse yeah I almost feel like it should be like kind of mandatory to be like yeah to work a in CNA for like mm-hmm. six months before might be a good like, idea honestly right right like yeah. hire new I don't know Yeah. anyways people will be like no but I think <laughs> I don't know it built character I learned how to work as a team I also learned like I had some nurses treat me like shit as a CNA mm-hmm. and I was like I'll never be that, that person. person that nurse because I am You need me. I'm an important part of the team. I am a big believer that everyone in the hospital is needed to keep that place up and running. Absolutely. From EVS who are cleaning your patient's room like in a timely manner because you're turning, you just discharged and you're getting a new admit and they're coming up and doing this like stat clean or it's like an ISO room and they're doing a terminal clean. Everyone is needed from like plan ops to fix your like, Mm -hmm. we are all keep that place running. And we're not better. Just like doctors aren't better than us. We're not better than CNAs. Like we're all techs. Everyone is there and has a specific purpose and we need all of them. There are people on social media that misrepresent themselves of what they are. And it infuriates me because are you saying that Like there's someone specifically that I'm thinking of. And if they end up hearing and listening to this, good. Because honestly, I have so much, I have zero respect for you because I know for a fact that you're not a nurse, Mm -hmm. but your whole Instagram platform is built around nursing mm-hmm. and you purposely mislead people to believe that you're a nurse, even though you haven't finished nursing school and you currently work in a hospital as a CNA or tech, or I don't know what your specific role is about you. <laughs> you fucking suck. And just be honest because you're so lucky that I am keeping quiet and not publicly calling out your handle because I think <laughs> I just, I, I want to, I want to put you on. I know we're not going so there. And I'm not going to do it, but I just don't oh. have respect for it because it's like, be proud to be where you are in your journey. Yeah. Be proud to be a CNA, to be a tech, to be x uh, x-ray tech, to be a scrub tech, OR, like wherever you work in the system, we need you. Absolutely. Nursing is not the end all be all. Yeah. And like it would be, I don't know. I don't get it. There's another actually it's person too that like is in nursing school and they always put like BSN. I'm like, you haven't even graduated yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm talking about yeah. that person too. And it's like, just be at least they post I am in nursing school but it's like still very misleading in your bio it's like be honest yeah I think it's a, I don't know really
1: important to, to be very self-aware and and then to just be speak honest on your about, spoke because you're absolutely. posting like
2: this other person will post like very opinionated and it's like you almost sound like you're speaking out of your scope a little bit because people are reposting your things saying this nurse from Instagram or this yeah. nurse from TikTok and it's like you're not a nurse and you don't ever correct them yeah And I don't think that's cool. And I don't think it's a good representation for our profession at all. Like,
1: I think another thing to be really cognizant of, and this is super obvious, you know, but obviously HIPAA, that's a huge one. Um, Something else I think is really important in terms of, you know, things to really avoid uh, comment sections, man. When I go to those comment sections and, you know, specifically for this video, hearing or watching people rip up this nurse and, you know, in the form of bullying, I'm not a fan of that. I think it's horrible. I think there's a lot of, for us, you know, self-awareness on like what we're doing and what are, you contrib- what are we contributing in the social media space that's positive and how is this actually going to help the situation or how is this, you know, pertinent? How is this helpful
2: at all? Um, well, we get enough shit from BuzzFeed and <sighs> the general public. Do we need to be like banding together? I mean, or- we're
1: already a villainized profession at this point, yeah. which is really sad for how much... Our profession has gone through, and how many people have gone through so much in the past few years. I just think that we went from healthcare heroes in 2020 to healthcare hoes in 2022. <laughs> yeah, nurses have had to endure trauma over and over. This is something that is very real in our profession, and laughing at trauma, you know, that this nurse potentially was going through, it's just mean. It's just yeah. plain mean. And I'm not a fan of it. Um, And I think, you know, the other thing too, is we don't take nurse trauma seriously enough. And that say that one again, we don't take nurse trauma seriously enough. Mm -hmm. We don't. I mean, and we've talked about this before on our episode with micro traumas, like the things that we endure over and over and over. Um, And, you know, another, another thing is, you know, when we're working in, you know, this profession, I just think what's interesting is how different the male versus female perception, how we're perceived. Mm -hmm. Right. And, I don't know. I just I am I'm not here for the idea of, quote, we signed up for this. Like, no. Well,
2: and we heard that so much during like, oh, well, this is what you signed up for. This is part of your job. Like, obviously, going to healthcare, people are going to die. It's like I just because I signed up for it doesn't make it any less traumatic to watch someone die and yeah. maybe sometimes not so good circumstances yeah i'm
1: really mad about the situation. Situation for this one i'm really
2: mad because i just you write a strongly worded letter to the <laughs> it's
1: just really unfortunate and it's attacking a profession that's already been through so much i mean we yeah. have bigger fish to fry than a, also attacking our own so i mean for all of us it's just to call nurses
2: cloud jasers it's like what well, anyway everyone on social media is chasing clout i remember one of like this one x of mine the one that like i hate and i think <laughs> sucks There we go i love to like pop off what a yeah. what a piece um when he was like he told me like you just want to be insta famous and you just want attention i'm like no i run really don't like i lose so many followers posting about my political views and stuff every day it's like hilarious <laughs> to watch that count drop all the time but anyways you are I the like, funniest oxymoron I know.
1: when you really think about it I'm, i love it i love it i'm you. absurd
2: i don't I even it. make sense of myself i think but, we
1: both don't make sense of ourselves no. i don't know
2: yeah anyway continue when he made a comment like well you just want attention i'm like yeah otherwise (laughs) why would i be on social media am i not posting something for likes like is anyone not like why does anyone have like if you're still on facebook you boomer like i don't know what's wrong with you but good for you but i'm like anyone posts anything if you're like it was your nana's 90th birthday and you post that why couldn't you just put that in a photo album and have it at home it's like no you publicly posted it because you want to share it with people and you want them to see it and You want to engage you social, right? You want that social interaction. So to sit there and be like, you just want attention. It's like, isn't that what everyone fucking wants? (laughs) And what's wrong with that? It's good. It's good to have social interaction. There's a difference between like, obviously when it gets to a point and it's like, you're have a warped sense of reality. And we've talked about the bad side of social media and what all of that can do to you and your brain and needing likes and needing to feel validated and things like that. Like, yes, there is that side, but it's the very bare minimum of social media. Everyone's on there because they just want connection to others. Yeah. So to sit there and say, Oh, they're attention seeking or they want cloud. It's like, or they just want to like, they had a shitty shift. Their patient died. Yeah. They posted that hoping other people will be like, Oh my God, I've been there. That happened to me last week. That's the worst. This, I had a patient die and I had to admit someone five minutes later. Wanted that, kind of it's almost like a debrief that you don't necessarily get in the hospital that's it was a like, good way you to just put wanted it. that social interaction and Absolutely. it completely backfired on her because she got fucking bullied and ridiculed but imagine if it went the other way and all the comments flooding in were that were like oh, oh, gosh, i like totally this is that. what happened to me the last time i had a patient die like i didn't even get a break or Absolutely. or dang it's that's rough the last time my patient died like my management let me go home early and i'm so grateful to be working like it could have been Because we all have stories we could share, but instead we're like, oh, you're cringe. And then to be clout chasing, it's like, what if she just wanted to connect with people who like, I get it. I've been there. I get it. I
1: feel like they, you know, in the social media area we're in, the hard part about it is when we are creating content. Content can take on a life of its own and people can perceive it the way they want, which mm-hmm. is not always good. Mm-hmm. So I do think in terms of content creation, it's just on our own self-awareness that, mm-hmm. you know, this could be perceived X, Y, or Z way. So I think a good, you know, rule of thumb is when we are putting things out,
2: okay, well, how does how would a patient or a family member see this? I love that. And you I think know? you've really decided with your even NICU content to yeah, really it, like let me put on the lens of how would a parent view my content being like, oh, she's a NICU nurse? Yeah,
1: Yeah, and it's a a delicate balance. You know,
2: Sam and I have talked about this a bunch.
1: In terms of my NICU content creation, I have changed it a little bit or slowed down a little bit just because I really do think it is important and it's something that, you know, I really try to take in effect of, I'm trying to educate and provide, you know, inspiration and all these things, but what we do in the NICU world can be very taboo and Mm -hmm. someone who's literally sitting in a NICU room right now with their child and they just so happen to be scrolling, like, how would they feel if they saw this, you know, and that is something, and it's hard because we're in that space of education, of insight as healthcare providers. And it is important for us to, 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 really consider when we are creating content. I also think it's really important for us to have empathy for one another. And I think this particular post for me, I felt like I felt bad for her. I mean, I really do. And I think, you know, self-aware where when you're creating content, it could be taken any way. Yeah. So You know, just think about it wholeheartedly or well-roundedly as we can. I think something you know, Sam and I have talked about this over and over and over too. Like social media, we love social media, and I think there's a lot of good that comes out of social media in general. I mean,
2: I've made lifelong friends that I would have never met if it wasn't for social media.
1: I think we need to be here in social media. Healthcare providers in general, I think there's a huge need for it. I mean, just looking at the invaluable resources that came out of it. I mean, for example, Roe v. Wade. Like when someone needs access to the plan c pills or you know you have something like you know mark cuban's um pharmacy that just launched you cuban costs maybe someone can be saving
2: money like literally thousands of dollars like we can be talking about bigger issues and just to honestly if your whole exposure to healthcare was like gray's anatomy people so. need to know like the reality of things too because i remember when i started nursing school i got in an argument with my dad over shocking asystole <laughs> and i was like you don't shock a systole he's like well yeah you do like, I'm if like oh, and I'm like because that's what they do on tv yeah and I didn't know that until I started nursing school yeah. I'm like oh you flatline you shock them
1: well just for this <laughs> reason we need a voice right we need to be talking about these things and we also I feel like there's also that element you know of comic relief we all need a little something to laugh at what we do is to relate hard yes. and
2: we also we do have a dark twisted sense of humor that sometimes only nurses get and to be able to sometimes yeah make funny videos that laugh absolutely we, like we the, need that de-stress yes yeah somehow. something relatable and because fine. we can't always come home like if you have a hard day jacob's gonna try to like hear you out but uh, he may it may not be relatable it may not be relatable and there's nothing someone can do to understand our position if they've never been in it absolutely. and and I also feel like it's a fine line to go home and like trauma dump on your partner. Yeah. That, that doesn't about get in too, healthcare. Right. We talked about that in our yeah, I, trauma episode to come home and yeah. just unload on them. And it's. I don't like uh, to do that. It's hard. I
1: like to commiserate with you and like our fellow community. And it is nice. I, I like.
2: And then you said community. That's the yep. big thing is we didn't have a community before social media. We were so segregated. Like back in the day, do you think anyone knew unless they actually physically moved that nurses had different ratios and different it's so funny and stuff. because
1: you, when you and i started as nurses there was nothing like there was this. nothing nothing and then you know we were talking about eb
2: yeah so like nurse life rn started yes. and then when he on his personal page eb used to do this thing where he would have people post what their salary was mm-hmm. and what state and what hospital and made it public that like information sharing we never Huge. had that before social media to actually realize i'm getting freaking ripped off Nurses in my same state at this hospital are making way more Mm -hmm. and they don't want us to have access to that kind of information. (laughs) We need, we need that information though to really, and then he started like a whole database Mm -hmm. of pay information for states and hospitals and to have those resources and to be able to come together to talk about safe staffing and violence against healthcare workers and all these issues that affect our thing. Like think about it corporations they don't want us to mobilize and band together and for nurses to have a voice and for unions to get stronger anything like that and and again we are a female-based profession
1: And I feel like the misogyny on that is very that is the deepest rooted thing, you know, in taking away our power and then also trying to almost divide us, you Mm -hmm. know, in these moments. I'm like, can we, can we not do that? Can we please come together and yes, for what it is, face value, fine, it was cringy, but at the same time, can we not have empathy for one another? And then also like, how can we support one another in these moments? I just think also because it was like a nobody too, like she
2: was kind of a no, she's not like a nurse influencer if it was like your favorite nurse influencer right popular blogger with a ton of followers and yeah. stuff and posted that same video, How would you see it? Do you think they would have gotten a ton of love in their comments or do you think they would have gotten bullied? Or if it was like, if you did it or if
1: Dr. Mike did it. Yeah. Or if anybody, any big person
2: in the, you know what I mean? Like a doctor, a male, anybody like if, right. Not even male, just any, if any big content creator in healthcare, nurse, doctor, whoever did the same video, but because she was unknown, she's clout chasing. But if it was someone with a substantial following, I feel like their followers would have been pouring out love oh and gosh, oh my gosh yes. uh, it's so hard thank you for yeah, highlighting right. how, like the reality of what it's like to lose a patient in healthcare. I feel bad it's like she's clout chasing but if she was already popular it would have I think would have been received differently as well
1: I just think using social media and we are choose if we choose to use it the right way it can really really help us you know we're going to be so we're obviously self-aware in content creation as as a whole but i think it's really important for us to be there we need to be talking about big issues in healthcare and what's going on and you know have these conversations and start you know being able to mobilize and and really take our power back as a profession and you know i just i i'm really sad for this nurse but i do think maybe this is a big learning lesson for us hey moving forward like we're going to support one each other we're not going to chew each other down in the comment
2: section That's the thing. We have so much other shit we have to deal with and go through that. Why are we not sticking together? Yeah. And like, fuck hospital administration, fuck insurance companies, fuck the government that's not... Giving us safe staffing laws and all that. Why are we not banding together yeah. to talk about, about the that important things instead of like internally tearing the house down from the inside right. when we need to be building it up? Right, absolutely. Like, can
1: you just, uh, this one little moment went so viral and it's so interesting to me because I'm like, these are not the things that we
2: need to be focusing and these on. These aren't the headlines like, that we need BuzzFeed. I kind of want to yeah. pull a Karen and write Ugh, BuzzFeed. So annoying. Should we do that? All, we write maybe a, all of on us should. The half of the selfie show so oh, yes versus, should we like totally carrying it up and Absolutely. email them it's just because I, I wonder if they would respond to us maybe you want to i mean i'll have to write it because or the Troy person Grammer, who wrote that article i'm i'm yeah. I know, should we email them <laughs> so maybe you can help me and i will draft up a strongly worded letter but okay. i kind of want to see if they would actually respond yeah because or maybe we can read out directly reach out to the author of that yeah because i think that article was very Creates, irresponsible towards nursing.
1: Absolutely. And it, what we do as yeah. a whole. And that, you know, that's what's tearing us down, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I don't know. I think we need to band together as a nursing profession, also as healthcare. Like we all just need to be supporting each other. And, you know, I get, I do think in content creation, there's a subtle aspect that we all have a responsibility in
0: mm-hmm. our content
1: creation to hold to. Um, and you know, just be aware, you know, and I'm here for the comic relief. I do think there's a lot of really great creators out there. Like we, I love it. I'm here for all of it, but I do think there's an aspect of being self-aware, speaking in your scope and not, you know, using patients as punchlines as well. You know, it's a big
2: one. So and be careful about your HIPAA stuff. When I see people like posting stuff while you're on shift don't do it guys it's not worth it yeah there's a couple things we've seen recently yeah, and it's like don't oh, do it i like, not
1: do that if even if you're you. taking
2: out the patient data and you're posting like things that you see on your shift yeah but you're not putting any data it's still like it's a little scary. all it's gonna take is one person that doesn't like you to report you to hr and it's that's kind of what it you. is which is
1: also sad because you know there's a lot of the bullying i mean bullying as in a whole in our profession is is very alive and well but
2: especially if you're a nursing student. I know you're excited to go to clinicals. Don't post that picture of your IVs yeah. or in the med room that you're about to give like whatever med, like just don't.
1: You can be creative and still um, teach and educate and share your story. And I always
2: say, wait until your shift is done and yeah. it's later. And it's like, you're not tying your content to any specific day or time, but just be just careful. don't, I would have not, I would advise against posting on your stories, anything, even if you've de-identified the data and you're technically HIPAA compliant, It still could bite you in the ass.
1: Yeah. You just got to be actually, because your hospital probably has
2: some social media policy against it. Anyway. So I would just be very self-aware Queens. Very, very
1: careful. Absolutely. We're out here living, but you know, (laughs) <laughs> we're, but we're keep doing making it all the good, good TikToks because they yes, give me life i, I need
2: same. quality TikToks to keep me going
1: we love it and i do this isn't a thing where i feel like social media this is it's interesting because i do think we're having more of a voice we are talking about the important things and we do need to be out here and you never know what angle that you may have on something you know whether whatever your topic may be your niche or the thing that you want to talk about or share go for it like this is wild west i'm here for it um I feel bad for this nurse, and I do think we need to band together as a profession, and we need to, you know, be better for each other. This whole nurse bull- bullying thing, and I know there was mm-hmm. a lot of people in those comments sections who were not nurses and do not understand what we go through, um, and, and that's
2: why when they're like, if they see us tearing down each other, they're like, see, yes. even, even other nurses think it was bad. It's like, well, oh, it's like, please don't, please don't do that. Yeah, so.
1: Anyway, we love you guys. You know, we obviously were big fans of social media. We're here for
2: it. Um, I, and I'm the cringe think, queen. Like everything I post is I think cringe. We're both so cringe. I'm like, we're leaning into the cringe here's my ass here's my dog here's my my plants. and my my, fridge there's me cleaning my fridge at 2 a.m like a neurotic human i love you
1: know we're leaning into the cringe. we're all a little cringy hello millennials especially we're we're leaning into it what's wrong with being cringe
2: just let people fucking be cringe if you want to be cringe yeah cringe away cringe
1: it up Cringe. cringe it up hey someone may love your cringy moment so yeah you never know um thank you so much for being here with us you guys Um and, and where do I
2: really want you to be in Bali Ic- and, and Iceland. Iceland
1: let's go um uh, we are so pumped yes, we had we're starting to get sign up cool to
2: sign up for Iceland yes, yes, yes. we're so pumped we're
1: gonna be doing you know popping some champagne under those northern
2: lights for New Year's Eve dude northern lights that is gonna be so rad so and pumped. then that like blue lagoon glacier thing that Seems has been gorgeous. my like Mm. bucket list Mm. there's so Mm. many bucket list things on that iceland trip that i'm like is this real life i can't believe we're going we're so pumped and then bali is just gonna be a vibe we have it uh, linked there
1: in the show notes for you and then also in linked in our bio thank you so much you guys for listening make sure you follow us on our Insta. that's at c-e-l-l-f-i-e underscore podcast
2: you can find all the goodies our partners all the discounts there linked in the bio for you And please leave a review. We love you so much. If you drop your IG handle in the review, we will be sending you free stickers, badge reels, our new pins. We have And we have, yes, a new, I have to give a shout out because Rad Girl pins. We love her.
1: We just did a little um, collab moment with her. So we have a fun little badge piece that is going out. I'm so pumped about it. She has been amazing. We love working with her. So definitely get those reviews in. I will be sending those out later this week. And drop those five stars on Spotify. Thank you so much, you guys. We love you. And make sure you're following us on our Insta.
2: That's at Nurse Tori. And at hey Samantha with two A's. And stay tuned for some fun bonus episodes. We've been a little behind on them. Yeah. It's been a little crazy. We have some things for us
1: personally that are going on in the background. So we've just been But it's good busy. stuff. It's good things. It's good things. But we... Um, it's all
2: going to allow us to create more content yes, for you in the future. So, so stay tuned for our bonus. Absolutely. See you then, I guess. Friday. Bye. Friday. Bye. Bye.